Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. All right, get your helmets on. Let's go, let's go. It's time to hear from some of the best high school football coaches in the area. It's the Varsity Blitz High School Football Coaches Show, presented by your local pick-and-save stores. I feel that chill, smell that fresh cut grass. Let's turn it over to Muskego Athletic Director Ryan McMillan. And the fans' high school insider, Big time, Mike McGivern. Well, welcome to the Varsity Blitz High School Football Coaches Show, as always presented by your local pick and save stores on Sports Radio 105.7 FM. The Fan. I'm Mike McGivern, my co-host, the athletic director at Muskego High School. He is Ryan McMillan. Ryan, how you doing today? Hey, I'm doing great. Sunshine and we played football last night. Can't be much better than that. Man, oh man, how did that go? Oh, it was great. It uh, Catholic Memorial and Muskego High School got together, and uh, both programs super classy. We got better. We got to play uh, basically a simulated game. Uh, we got a good officiating uh, crew out of the Dane County area, and uh, <laughs> so we were uh, we were able to do some good things. And our freshman and JV had uh, had a local Muskego crew on site, and and they got a ton of reps as well. And um, so it was good. It was a really good night. Yeah, and those uh, those referees that drove all the way from Dane County. What a boy! That that's dedication right there. That's right. They wanted to see uh, what real football is all about, so they came down oh, here. Man. man, you better hope your dad's not listening right now. I'll tell you that. Hey, um, look, every day, at least for a while, there things were changing by the hour and then by the day, and things are kind of, you know, the dust is starting to settle a little bit. Um, how many changes uh, have happened since the last time we talked a week ago today? Many changes uh, as far as, you know, people pulling out or people trying to come in or any of that stuff happening? Uh, no, I just think we're probably in the active management phase right now where, yep. you know, if uh, if a student is ill or has been exposed, you know, you're following CDC guidelines and, and people are going into isolation and quarantine. But uh Programs are open. There was a lot of uh, a lot of uh, contacts being made and, and jockeying across like the county to find scrimmages and pair each other up once people knew that they were in and, and got practices off the ground and going. So, you know, like the Brookfield schools were able to pair up with Arrowhead and, and McGuanago and 
and on down the line you had Pewaukee over at Oconomowoc and you had some good localized games or scrimmages that normally wouldn't happen so um, it was good to see a lot of kids out there and getting back to work. Yeah, I, I agree with that. Let me tell you about today's show, and I appreciate, uh, you know, I reach out to you all the time and say, hey, what, what are you thinking? What, what about this guy? I'm thinking about having this guy. And, and he said, man, I'd, I'd, you know, my thought is maybe Lewis Brown from Franklin uh, would be great, and, and maybe the guys over at, uh, at Arrowhead, Matt Harris, and some of their players. And I thought, man, that's perfect. And so at 10:15, Lewis Brown, the head football coach at at uh, Franklin, is going to join us for a segment, and then two of his players, you know, a couple of seniors, one at 10:30 on uh, Nick Stauber and, and Jarek Miller at 10:45, uh, 11 o'clock, our Kern Electric Superheroes of the Week, Superheroes, dynamic duos, what I was told that these junior girls from South Division are all about, and we'll have them on at 11 o'clock, and then 11:15, Matt Harris is going to join us. He's going to have a couple of players. Um, uh, I think Owen Barnett and uh, and Max uh, Bretson are going to join us, a couple of seniors, and they're all going to be together, so we'll spend a couple of segments with him, and, and then you and I will wrap the show up uh, with that last segment. Um, so here we go. Uh, what do you think the coaches are thinking right now? Is it Are they right back in their mindset of what it would have been if it would have been in August? Um, Ryan, are you thinking that, you know, first week we got a scrimmage in. Now we got to get ready for our first real game. Do you feel like they're right back to where they they would have been, you know, six weeks ago? Uh, yeah, there was a, a lot of questions of going around the uh, campfire last night, if you will, between the two programs. Going, we don't know what delaying the start of the season did for us, but uh, here we are now, and um, they are fully ingrained. Both, I mean. Coach Krause and Coach Young, obviously two veteran head coaches uh, who've been around the game a long time. Once that uh, first whistle blew, uh, they were right in the game mode and our kids were playing and, and, and the, the contest started. And afterwards, they were all breaking tape and, you know, the two staffs were talking together a little bit at the at the end. And um, But all of them went right back to work that night and are waking up this morning, starting their film study for their next opponent. And they're in uh, they're in game mode, week mode, and and they're moving forward. That's for sure. Yeah, there's. Uh, I mean, I would give you a hundred to one odds on a ten dollar bet that uh, Coach Bill Young is somewhere at the school in a basement or in his basement at home breaking down some kind of film right now. Oh, 100 percent. And uh, <laughs> I know our guys were uh, were splicing up tape, and I, I bet Coach Krause was doing the same thing. They those two guys 100%. were probably doing it last night already. So yep. it, uh, as soon as the tape got in, they were taking a look at it and going from there. Yeah, I, I agree. I'm sure that those kids, you know, the, the two kids last week that we had on um, from uh, Muskego, I've gotten so much response from people saying, man, th- those kids, you want to talk about kids that were good ambassadors for the program and their families. Those t- two kids from Muskego did a really nice job, and, and, and all our kids that we had on last week, but... You know, that first one, the kid going to Wisconsin, Hunter Wohler, was ridiculous. And I sent you a text said, man, I'm sure glad he didn't decide to leave high school and become, you know, a, 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 on the radio because he'd take your job and my job all in one swoop. Um, you know, just a sharp kid who's looking forward to, to his senior year and then playing at the next level. But it was really impressive to have those kids on. Yeah, without a doubt. And, and just watching the game from, you know, up in the press box and doing some operational stuff last night. 
um, those two guys were, were super classy again. Um, and really all the kids were, but those two guys were kind of leading the charge and there's mutual respect on both sides of the, uh, the sidelines across the field from each other and post game, you know, the teams did a nice little cool salute to each other. And a couple of the players came over and, you know, had a socially distanced conversation with each other, but wished each other luck. And, and those two guys were right in the middle of it and, and realizing it's it's bigger than the game it's we're all uh humans here and there's great humanity there and respect for each other and uh, you just love to see that senior leadership uh crossover between two schools that have a uh could be described as a heated rivalry at times and it, there was a lot of respect last night so that's pretty cool to see you know the first year of the catholic memorial is not going to be in in that conference and it's interesting because when when uh when I asked Bill Young how he felt about uh, moving out of the Classic 8, he said, you know, I think it's time. You know, our, our numbers in our school are just, you know, are, are to a point that we're Division three, maybe four. And we're now looking at, at schools that have, you know, two, three times the amount of kids. And that, that conference schedule is so difficult that we get we get banged up pretty good. He said, I'm not, look, I love the competition. I love that conference. There's such good coaches and players, but maybe it is time that we, you know, get out of there. And I think that surprised some people because a lot of people I think thought, man, he would never want to get out of that conference. But I think he, he saw what was going on as far as the numbers in his school and said, look, for the safety of our kids, maybe it's time. Yeah, and I think the numbers piece is probably the the main factor there because he, even though he his first string is as good as anybody in the state and they, they've had some really awesome talent roll through that school, sure. the numbers and the depth uh, definitely does catch up to you as time goes on. And there's a couple kids that, that had some uh, injuries last night that hopefully they bounce back and are just fine here coming up in the future. But uh, we saw it as the game kept going you know, Muskego was looking to get into their threes, fours, and fives and get every kid a rep and get every kid on, on tape and, and do some of those things. And Catholic Memorial just doesn't have three, fours, and fives. Right. You know, they got ones and twos, and if they're lucky, they have some threes, and they, they rotate them in. But uh, the, the CMH guys got a lot of reps as well. But um, So we kind of shortened up the back side of the scrimmage just to uh, wrap things up because the, the numbers, as you were speaking to, just weren't there. And um, it's two, two different uh, schools and, and two different uh, paths right now. Well, and I'll tell you this, you know, that we talk about programs and we talk about the Muskego program, and the Catholic Memorial program, you, you know, two of the best programs. And Lewis Brown over at Franklin is another guy I talk about is, you know, building the program the way it's supposed to be built, having the success and then continuing to have the success. And it'd be interesting because, you know, Matt Harris, who will be our guest at 11:15? Did a nice job at Waukesha North, and now his job is to take, you know, what he's learned there and build that program back to where people, you know, if you think of Arrowhead 10 years ago, they were always, you know, the team that you talked about. That was the school, and and that's what Matt Harris and his staff is ho- certainly hoping to do. But um, Bill Young and and certainly Ken Krause. Now, when you talk about programs, those are two of the ones you talk about in this area. Yeah, those two programs, you know, Muskego and CMH are solidified, and even Franklin with uh, Coach Brown, those three, you know, they have their identity. You know what you're going to get when those guys show up or you have them as an opponent. And I think that's the challenge to Arrowhead now is they have to recreate their identity. And I know 
we'll hear from Coach Harris later in the show about, you know, the number of coaches that he's brought in across the area. He's brought in some good veterans, and it'll be interesting to see how, how he's built his staff and, and who's doing what for him and how the whole transition has started to, to find the identity that they want to create at Arrowhead to be like Muskego, Franklin, and CMH. No doubt. And, you know, it's interesting because Tom Swiddle is on the staff, and he's associate head coach, and, and Matt was on his staff. Um, over at Brookfield East, and, and I had a conversation with Tom, and he said, you know, I, uh, I'm going to go out with Matt, and we're, I'm going to be partnering. I'm going to help him, you know, try to get Arrowhead back to where, and look, it's not like they dropped off the map. You know, it's almost like we never, all of a sudden they didn't win any games. They were still very competitive and still got a lot of wins in the best football conference in the state of Wisconsin. But there are, you know, certainly if you look at the, at the history and kind of the good old glory days, you know, Coach Tarasca and the, and the staff that they, you know, the stuff that they did over there, that's kind of where Matt Harris would like to get them back to. Yeah, no doubt. And, and you touched on it. It's not like uh, Arrowhead football fell off the face of no, the earth. They were, they were definitely competitive there in the upper half of the conference. They were qualifying for the playoffs, and their playoff exits were by one score or less. And in some points, it was a field goal at the right at the end of the game that knocked them out. So, Right. It, uh, those little things, uh, you got to develop that culture and build around it, and the culture will drive you through those those tough times. And um, they'll get there. Just give them time, and, and we'll hear more later today. That's for sure. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that. In fact, let's get to a break now, and we'll uh, we'll be joined by Lewis Brown, head football coach at Franklin High School. On the other side of the break, this is the Varsity Blitz High School Football Coaches Show presented by your local pick and save stores. On Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Welcome back to the Varsity Blitz High School Football Coaches Show presented by your local pick-and-save stores on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. I'm Mike McGivern, my co-host Ryan McMillan, the athletic director at Muskego, Hey, Ryan, it's interesting, as I look back at, like, the first show before they start playing games, it always seems like I reach out to Lewis Brown, and it's because of the, the amount of respect that we have for that Franklin program and what he does as a head coach. And um, I, I'm sure he, he, he wonders, man, why do you always have me on week one? Well, that's because of that. And when you talk about that conference, you, you always look at the previews and you look at who's expected to, do, to go where, and Franklin is always near the top. And, and uh, I appreciate the amount of time that Lewis Brown gives us on this show. Uh, Coach, thank you so much. Uh, how did, the, did you guys scrimmage yesterday, and who did you guys scrimmage against? Yeah, we did scrimmage. Well, thanks for having me, guys. Uh, you we bet. did scrimmage yesterday, but we ended up having to scrimmage ourselves. Um, got kind of a conference rule. We're a little bit hamstrung with uh, – with who we, can, who we can scrimmage. We were supposed to scrimmage Germantown about two weeks ago. I thought that was going to happen. And then um, uh, we found out we couldn't go outside the conference. So oh. we just ended up doing a uh, inter-squad scrimmage last night. Good. Yeah, I'm sure that, well, I'm sure your kids cannot wait to start hitting somebody in a different colored jersey. That's for, for sure. Lewis, how is uh, how are things going and the difference between you know, every other year that you've been coaching and this year, how, has it been much difficult for you or much different for you? Um, yeah, 
yeah, it's my first August that I could actually spend some time with my wife. That yeah, was, that's true. You know, I don't know if she's happy about that or not, but uh, she's hey, yeah, Louis, I mean, she's coming. She's coming up next. We'll find. Out. No, I'm just kidding. She's <laughs> <yeah>. not. <laughs> no, I mean, I've been coaching for 30 years, uh, 29 years years here at Franklin, and um, just having August with you know no contact with kids other than weight room and you know speed type stuff. Uh, it was somewhat frustrating, but at the same time, we knew um, we had a shot at uh, coming back in September, and that kind of kept us focused and heading the right direction. And um, luckily, things have been going well the first two weeks, so uh, hopefully next week uh, happens and we get to finally hit somebody else. Yeah, we're excited. The next uh, two segments, uh, Nick Stauber and Jerick Miller, uh, both captains, uh, senior captains over at Franklin, and, and Nick uh, – is a really good student athlete. And with me telling our listeners, understand that, you know, at 1030, we'll name our pick and save student athlete of the week. And, and the young man from Franklin, uh, these guys have done a nice job of leading this team through the off season and getting ready to play. I would assume. Oh yeah. Um, you know, we've had meetings, uh, I've had them over at my house, uh, around the fire pit, uh, you know, virtually, and we've met virtually, um, met in person obviously stayed distance and did all those things but um uh, our five captains are great kids and um those two are definitely uh deserving of being captains they're both going to be uh standouts this year on our team for sure hey ryan you've got a lot of respect and and we've had that conversation in the first segment but off the air um for lewis brown as as one of the better defensive minds in in this area for sure at the high school level and and that whole program and and uh boy this uh they just keep rolling yeah absolutely I, a ton of respect for coach brown he's always uh willing to to do the little things and and you know the the unique thing about coach is He'll, he does a great job of finding ways to take calculated risks as a defensive coordinator and and potentially give something up. And people always think you have to defend everything. And I think that's one of the strengths about Coach Brown is he knows that we're not going to defend everything on every play. And he knows right where his weakness is. And if the other team finds it, he can quickly adjust. But then with that mindset, it also allows him to, to attack and uh, I learned a lot from him back working on an all-star game staff with him in the past, and, and we had a lot of uh, good times there. And um, Coach, it's, it saddens me to hear you didn't have a scrimmage because if I would have known that, I would have invited you over to Muskego last night. We could have done a three-team deal and got that thing moving. Yeah, would have loved to come over. Uh, they just pretty much shut down our whole conference, shut down all of our scrimmages, which which was unfortunate. Um, I'm hoping, I mean, we have a bye week four and uh, right now we're not able to fill that. They're making a stay within the conference, which is, and I've had a lot of teams reach out that I would have loved to play. Oh boy. Um, yeah. Which is sad. You know, I mean, we, we, we continue to do the right things here and our, I think our numbers are heading in the right direction. Uh, I do think now we're going to be able to have some fans at home, which is, which is positive news, but it's a slow process, and um, you know I'm not looking forward to a bye week, and I'm hoping hoping that ends up uh, being able to be filled. To be honest, hey kid, hey Lewis, can I ask you about that? Because it, it, so that was just your conference um, saying, okay, this is what we're gonna we're gonna contain everybody here in this conference, rather than being able to do what what it look what it seems like almost everybody else in the state is is doing. Um, 
talk a little bit about that decision making, and I guess it was it certainly wasn't the head football coaches. I'm sure it was above, um, and some people in a corner office somewhere saying, "I think this is probably the best way to handle this." Um, that's difficult for you guys in the conference, I think. Yeah, no, it is. I mean, I thought it was going to be us and Oak Creek, and then and then that was probably going to be it. The Racines are not in, so there's three teams that are out, and then. Kenosha's came down to a real close vote, and they voted that they can, but then I think the powers to be, uh, way above and beyond me, uh, decided, okay, we're going to let you play. However, this conference can't, you know, we're going to restrict it to this, this, and this. And um, So basically, we we only have five teams. We're playing a, a five-week round robin, and we have a bye week four, and then week six, we're playing like a semifinals in our conference, and in week seven, we're playing a championship. You know, it's like going to end up playing – couple teams twice um, within the conference. It's great we're playing, don't get me wrong. Right. But, um, yeah. I, I feel, I don't know, I feel a little hamstrung that way. I, I know Mr. Hine, our AD, is fighting for us, and there's a lot of teams that have reached out to players, and oh. we'll see what happens because, I mean, I, I'm always a big, you know, we had Fond du Lac and Appleton North scheduled if <laughs> it would have happened this year, and uh, I, I'm always about playing the best, and, um, I'm not saying we're not playing good teams in our conference because we do have some pretty good teams in our conference, but I don't think Muskego would want to play Arrowhead twice before the playoffs. You know what I'm saying? Right. Um, so it is what it is. You know, you just got to make the most of it. You know, the the wow. team that a lot of people have asked me about from your conference is Indian Trail. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they've got – They've got some some guys that are ranked really high and and you know on some websites and they've got some athletes all over the place. Um, what do you know about about them and what week are you going to be playing Kenosha Indian Trail? Uh, we play them week two, so um, our, we play Bradford next week. Obviously, that's our focus for next week. But yeah, um, of course. Um, you know, based on what I know about them, they got a bunch of guys back, uh, a lot of talent. They got. They got a good, really good receiver from Tremper that has joined their team as well. So um, we should be pretty good on defensively on the back half. So it'll be a great challenge for us. Uh, looking forward to the challenge actually. And um, uh, yeah, I know they're excited as heck to to play us, and we're excited as heck to play them. It, you know, I I'm, I want all of our teams in our conference to be good. I, I'm just a big believer in that, and I, I'm excited. Uh, Coach has done a great job down there, and. Um, well, Coach Hoffman and definitely got it head in the right direction, and, and he's just got one of those special years where he's going to have a, a great senior class. So uh, it'll be interesting. Hey Ryan, what what do you think about? Um, yeah, you know, look, we 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 talked to Scott Holler over at Oak Creek a couple weeks ago, and he was telling us about the round robin um, that they're going to have. I, I hope that things go really well here, you know, this week and next week, and then the the powers that be in that conference. Yeah. You reach out to Lewis and say, "Hey, look, book book week four. You know, don't don't travel too far. I don't want you going to Nebraska or anything. But if you get somebody to to play week four, I think that would be best for these players. And you always talk about what your why is, Ryan. I would ask them, and and I don't want Lewis anybody else getting in trouble. They can be mad at guys like me who are you know just spouting off on the radio. But I'd like to ask them what their why is for making that decision." Yeah, especially by the time we get to week four, you know, I think the key the key point will be to the decision makers is, and, and we've started to see this in other states that started a month ahead of time of us, is 
the contact tracers in the Department of Health have not been able to trace back saying high school football is the catalyst for a, a coronavirus outbreak. And, and once our state health officials are able to see that, and, and, and I'm hoping it goes that way. Obviously, you don't know till you know. Right. Um, but, you know, we had a successful night last night, and uh, we were able to effectively manage and mitigate and follow all the new guidelines that are out there. And I know Coach Brown will be able to do it this week, too. So you get weeks one, two, and three, and we don't have a, I'm going to use the word explosion. That might not be the right word, but the, an explosion of coronaviruses within any football programs or schools or any of that, um, and communities, if you will, then I think the powers that be will be able to reconsider and say, hey, football is not the cause of COVID spreads. Um, and let's go ahead and let people schedule more locally. And then when I say locally, it's regionally, you know. Right. So Coach Brown could c cross the county line and come into Waukesha County and play one of us and, and then get back to his conference in weeks five, six, seven. Yeah, I, Lewis, I really hope that that happens. And uh, I, I hope they they give you enough time to set up a good quality opponent in, in week four. Hey, before we cut you loose and get to a couple of your senior captains coming up, um, certainly the, 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 your quarterback, Junior Miles Burkett, is a guy that, that uh, had a really good year last year. Um, Offseason, I know that he had an injury way back, and, and talking mm -hmm. to his dad, he's, uh, he's back to being 100% from what I understand. Yeah. Um, I mean, he was slinging it around pretty good last night. Uh, yeah, um, I thought uh, Drew Ambrose, our new offensive coordinator this year, and he's done a real nice job uh, accepting all the, the new stuff that Drew's thrown his way. And um, good. Um, I'm excited excited for uh, what he's going to do this year. He's uh, he, He's grown a little bit. He's gotten a little bigger. And um, I think he's healed up. He should be about – he should be 100%. And – I'm looking forward to seeing him get hit because we, you know, we got a red shirt on him. We haven't really hit him, but uh, get hit and see how he responds. Yeah, that's always big, Coach. Thank you so much. Uh, good luck week one against Kenosha Bradford. Um, and and look, if there's anything we can do, let me know. I just really, Lewis, appreciate uh, your willingness to to come on this show and then introduce us to a couple of cat, senior captains and and uh, we think the. Uh, think a lot of the Franklin uh, football program, the Franklin youth program, and uh, the stuff you guys do over there. So, again, thank you so much for your time. Good luck next week against Bradford. You bet. Thanks, guys. Thanks for your time. Take care. You bet. All right. It's Lewis Brown, we're going to get to a break. Other side of the break, he's an offensive-defensive lineman, 6'3", 225, senior captain at Franklin also. We're going to name him our pick-and-save student athlete of the week. He is uh, Nick Stauber. And that's uh, coming up on the other side. This is the Varsity Blitz High School Football Coaches Show presented by your local pick-and-save stores. On Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Football Coaches Show presented by your local pick-and-save stores. I'm Mike McGiver. My co-host is Ryan McMillan, Athletic Director at Muskego High School Ryan, before we get to our next guest, we got a guy that called in and said, hey, um, are, are fans able to go to these games? What's going on? And, and I think it's conference by conference on what they're going to do with that, correct? Yes, it is. So each conference has their own guidelines, and depending where you're at and are you more of an urban setting or more of a suburban setting and, and or rural if in some cases across our area, 
Um, so, like, for example, I'm going to use a Classic 8. Right now in the Classic 8, it's basically two spectators per student athlete or student performer. So every student on the football team essentially can invite two family members, and, and a lot of times it's just mom and dad, right? Um, and they can come in and watch. But the general public uh, is not allowed in. I don't know that the general public is allowed in in any, any place that I know of. Um, maybe a little bit more west of, of us into like Jefferson County and south. Um, I think they're doing some percentage things, so they're going like 25%, so they can get, you know, 500 tickets, and the first 500 that come in are in, and then it closes after that. So nobody's wide open, I know that. Right. Um, and I think you, co you heard Coach Brown kind of say how his conference is even a little more restrictive than the two per athlete, where they're, they're just not letting them in at all, and they're going essential game staff only. So it's it's each county's you know, health guidelines and things that are helping drive those decisions and, and helping students or schools figure it out. Yeah, and Ryan, it'll be interesting because we are doing a Friday night scoreboard show starting next Friday uh, from 7 to 10. And, you know, my guys, the sideline guys are saying, hey, what, you know, can we get in and can we not? And and, and I said, look, I'm, I'm fairly certain at least most uh, fields are going to let us in. We're going to make a change on how, what we do at the end of the game, normally we hand a phone over to the coach to put them on, and I'm going to have my guys go right to the car and then have them come on because, you know, they come on and give scores very quickly. And now when you get in the car, let's spend five minutes and just talk about the entire game that you just saw rather than handing their phone over to a coach. And, you know, we'll do we'll do what's right from, from our end. But I can tell you this, that I think a show like that is needed now because people aren't going to be able to go out to games as easy and freely as they have in the past. So if we're able to then update them, update scores at different games throughout the area, I think people are going to really tune in and want want that, you know, to be able to for us to give a service to them for that. Yeah, I totally agree with that. And I, I tell you, last night we had four, five, six media, different media groups want to show up and come in. And uh, we did let them in with their media credentials, obviously. And then we asked them to stay socially distanced in the end zones. And right. most of them just stayed in the south side end zone, but they were in the facility. They could watch the game. They had a great view at it, and they could do their their reporting and, and keep that process going, too, because the media is important because the media is telling the story of the student athlete they're telling the story of the of the schools as well and it, it helps to uh promote yep. your brand if you will i agree hey our next guest and, and i can tell you lewis brown thinks the world of this kid he is a, a 6'3 225 pound senior captain over at franklin he's nick stauber hey nick how you doing nick are you there yep hey nick how you doing good how are you Doing good. Hey, uh, what a weird year. And you being a senior captain, you know, I, I look, I've never been through anything like this. And so a young man like you either. But uh, Lewis said, boy, our captains have done a nice job of keeping our kids together, uh, making sure that uh, they're doing what they're supposed to do so we can get this season kicked off. Um, I feel bad that you guys didn't get a chance to hit anybody in a different color jersey yesterday, but that's coming up in, in a week or so. Um, how do you feel about uh, this year's team, and how do you think Franklin's going to do? Uh, I think for the situ or how the situation's been, I think that our team's actually come along pretty fast in the two weeks that we've had. Good. Um, de definitely faster than we have in the past. I'm 
not only because we were forced to, but just because, like, I think guys care enough this year that they know, I mean, we got no camp. We didn't. We missed out on two a days. So starting last Monday, I think in the two weeks that we've had, we've come a long way, and I think we're looking pretty good. That's good. Hey, um, talk a little bit about the progression for you. How long have you been up on varsity? Is this the first year or the second year you've been on varsity or third? Um, I've been up on varsity since freshman year. Oh, you have. So wow. I yeah. So I I played a little bit of JV my freshman year, but I also was I was suiting up on varsity my freshman year as well. Boy, do you remember back those days, Nick, how big and fast these guys looked to you, and and now you're one of those guys. Yeah, it was crazy. I mean, I mean, freshman year, I was a 15 year old kid, and I was looking at like so. My brother was also a senior on the team when I was a freshman. So I just thought him, all his friends, and all those guys were so old, and they just were right. so much bigger than I was. And now, four years later, I'm I'm that kid. Hey, uh, talk about what position you play. You, you you play the line both sides of the ball. Yeah, I do. What is? Do you like uh, being an offensive lineman or a defensive lineman better? Uh, I prefer defense. You do because you like to just go hit people. Is that? Yeah, it's a little bit more fun over there. <laughs> you know who would love that? Ryan McMillan. He, when he was a head coach at Oconomowoc, he loved those uh, nasty defensive linemen that like hitting people, Ryan. That, those were your favorite, weren't they? Absolutely. Cause you need those guys because if you want to you wanna have some fun and, and win some games, you need guys that are wired that way. So it, it, it helps out for sure. Hey, I, Ryan, I'm not sure that over the you know years we've been doing this and the, the, the amount of years I've been doing the pick and save student athlete of the week, I don't know if we've had all kinds of defensive linemen winning that award, but we're going to talk to Nick next about being our pick and save student athlete of the week. So who is this week's student athlete of the week? Who's making a difference in their community, in their classroom, and on the court? Let's meet the pick and save high school student athlete of the week. Brought to you by your local pick and save stores where Wisconsin saves on groceries. Or on the field. We'll, uh, we'll change that up. Our first Pick and Save Student Athlete of the Week, and I can't thank um, our people at Pick and Save, Jed Hansen and, and Emily, and the people at Pick and Save for, for doing this again. They just believe so much in giving back to the community, and they love that they sponsor the Pick and Save Student Athlete of the Week. And our Student Athlete of the Week this week from Franklin High School, he's Nick Stauber. Hey, Nick, talk to me about your motivation for being such a good student-athlete. Where did that come from? Well, I would say when I was younger, that motivation more came from my parents to put school first. kind of sounds cliche growing up, but all the coaches would always say, like, they put emphasis on student-athlete and, like, focusing on school first. But I'd say as I've grown up, it's all kind of become self-motivation. Like, my parents haven't been on me to get schoolwork done in years. Man, that's that's awesome. So that you know, coming from inside, and obviously they laid the groundwork and built that base for you to, to make you understand how important it is. But then for you to just take it and and make it your own, I think is very impressive. Nick, do you have any idea what you're going to be doing next year? Oh uh, no, I'm not really sure yet at this point. You're gonna? Do you think you'll go on to college? Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna go go to college. I'm just not sure where exactly or if i'm going to play any ball or not either do you know what you want to get into do you have any and you can change three times before you know noon today nick that's what you get to do at your age Uh, but if you had a guess right now what what are you thinking um i think i want to go into more of a business type of thing good for you 
Yeah, that's uh, that's awesome. Hey, Nick, when uh, when the, when your schedule came out and and you guys open up uh, uh, this week or next week, if you will, if you will, on Friday against Kenosha Bradford, um, yeah. you know it's it's a it's kind of a screwy schedule. And like Coach Brown said, look, we never shy away from playing the best teams in the state if we can. And your you know your non conference schedule. He always tries to get you to play against really good competition. Well, that's been taken away, and you got to jump right into conference play. Um, did, does that, the mindset for a guy like you, does it change at all, knowing that you're going to miss out on those two non-conference games? Um, I don't think the mindset changes at all. I mean, obviously, we were super pumped to go play those teams up north, especially to go play Fond du Lac again. But either way, we're just glad to go pl- that we're playing in general. So come next Friday, we're we're playing as hard as we can, no matter what. Hey, Nick, let me tell you what happens as as our pick and save student athlete of the week. Um, I'm going to reach out to you sometime next week, and we will meet at the closest pick and save uh, to either your house or the school. And uh, I've got a beautiful plaque from our friends at Ideal Logos, and certainly the people that pick and save. And that's Sports Radio 105.7 FM, the fan. And and I'm going to hand the plaque off to you. You might get some pictures of you. And, and if your family wants to join us, that would be great. But it's really impressive that, you know, the first student athlete of, of uh, the year for us is a kid who talked about self-motivation and making sure that he took care of all of his, his grades. And, and uh, I, I think that's really impressive. So thank you so much for a couple of minutes of your time. And, and uh, make sure you continue to lead those kids over at Franklin. And good luck this year. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Yeah, you bet. He is Nick Stauber, our senior captain at Franklin and our pick-and-save student athlete of the week. Hey, Ryan, you know, I, uh, I never remember how much I miss doing that segment until we don't do it for a while. And now we're back at it. And I love a kid like that, a defensive lineman, who said, look, they, they told me how important it was to be a student athlete, but then I took it from there. They don't have to tell me. They, they never ask me about my homework anymore. They know it's done. I hope every other defensive lineman across uh, southeast Wisconsin is listening to that right now because sometimes you have to nudge that group. But uh, yep. <laughs> uh, that's pretty cool to hear. And uh, it uh, it's unique to have him you know, nominated and, and put in that position and tells you where uh, Coach Brown is, is his allegiance is, you know, as being a defensive guy and, and a lot of good kids on that side of the ball and, and doing great things. And, you know, you, you go back to highlighting and promoting the academics of of what we do, and this is education-based athletics, and that helps uh, helps tie it all together. And and thank you to Pick and Save for doing what they do and, and helping us make this possible for kids. Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm trying to get either Jed or Emily to join us maybe next week, um, but I just want to say thank you to them. You know, I look, you have sponsors that come and go, they have been with me since day one. And I can tell you this real quick. We, uh, they, they were sponsoring my stuff, and we had early on, we had a bank that sponsored our student athlete. In fact, when you were coaching at Oconomowoc, you know, I brought the, bron- uh, the uh, branch manager over. And if you, if you forgot this, I got to remind you. So I got to address the team. And you had a the tight end that in the back that was kind of like talking while I was talking. And being, you know, being a coach myself, I just snapped on him. I said, hey, what are you talking about back there? Obviously, it's more important than what I'm talking about up here, right? And the kid turned all red, and he just sat there. I don't think he said another word or took a breath for about 10 minutes. And it was really funny to me. But So the bank was sponsoring it, and then the, the, they brought in a new marketing guy who called me and said, hey, 
we're going to back out. We're not going to be part of that. Uh, your high school stuff with the student athlete of the week. I said, are you sure? Because the branch managers really seemed to like it. He said, no, we're going to we're going to be done with it. I said, OK. So in four or five days, I was with Pick and Save and I went there and, and pitched the program. And and uh, he, the guy said, hey, you just give me a day to get this approved. And I think we're going to take it. Well, that day, the guy at that bank called me and he said, hey, you got to stop. I said, I got to stop what? He said, you got to stop having the branch managers call me because I'm not take, I'm not going to go back into this. I've made my decision. I said, I haven't called anybody. In fact, it's not even available anymore. It's already been sold. And there was a long pause. He said, are you kidding? I said, no, pick and save. They took it like really quickly. The thing's done. And so I, I just can't thank the people at Pick and Save enough for, for what they do for us. We're going to get to a break. Other side of the break, Jarek Miller. He is uh, another captain at Franklin. He's a quarterback and defensive back, 6'1", 185. And we'll talk to Jarek on the other side of the break. This is the Varsity Blitz High School Football Coaches Show, presented by your local Pick and Save stores on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Welcome back to the Varsity Blitz High School Football Coaches Show presented by your local pick-and-save stores on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. We're now joined by another senior captain at Franklin. He's a quarterback, defensive back. He's Jerick Miller. Jerick, how you been? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing good. How did uh, that inter-squad scrimmage go yesterday? How did you play? Uh, it was good. It was good to get around, uh, run around, hit some people. Uh, it's been all up to contact to this point so to actually tackle someone was nice but i think we're all really excited to go tackle someone wearing a different colored jersey 100 percent. you know uh jerk i feel bad for you seniors that that what's going on um in in our world and and the fact that you couldn't go through what what you're so used to being part of you know the two days in the camp and and all the things that you know that make that franklin program something special um, it's funny cause Nick was saying, Hey, look, because we've had a short and all this, I think we've come together as a team a lot quicker than maybe we have some other years. And, you know, everybody's kind of on the same page and we're ready to go play somebody other than, you know, guys that have a Franklin uniform on. And I think you probably would agree with that. Uh, yeah, I think that it's been a huge two weeks for us. We lost out on our contact days, didn't have two days. And so we've been forced to get better and come together as a team really quickly. And I think we've done a great job of that. I think we're way ahead of where we were two weeks in a year ago. Man, that's, uh, that is really, uh, that's a, something that I think is pretty impressive, Ryan, when you have senior captains that, that can look at the whole picture and they, they understand, you know, I'm sure like Lewis said, look, we had a couple of meetings around the fireplace and some zoom meetings that I'm sure he explained to these guys as senior captains, you know, you've got to be, we've got to all be on the same page to make sure the program is where it's supposed to be when we kick it off against Bradford. Yeah, there's no doubt they're leaning on their best and they're leaning on their best leadership to uh, make the the most of a situation that's not ideal. Uh, but they have the right mindset, you know, to, to make it through it and to have some really strong positives come out of it. And, and hopefully it will be a, uh, a memorable, uh, great year for Sabre football. And it, it's going to be because of the guys that we've had on the show today, you know, Coach and his two captains and the leadership they're providing for everybody else and and, and keeping uh, the cart moving forward. Hey, Jerk, is your dad on the staff over at Franklin? 
No, he is not anymore. He was um, the last couple of years, but yeah. he had to step down because of uh, work-related reasons. So, um, you know, I've uh, I've met your dad a few times, you know a lot about him, and, and you want to talk about a good football mind and a guy who loves and has a passion for the game. It, it is your dad. You grew up in that house, so you, you knew uh, early on that you were going to be a Franklin Sabre, correct? Yeah, um, I think from when I was little and they, they went to state, um, I've always been around all the games, and... It was it was a good experience growing up being around such a, a tight knit family of Franklin football. It's gone really quick. Can you believe you're a senior? No, I cannot. It's crazy. Yeah, I, I look. I remember people talking about you when you were a little kid, and and you know, just got some some. Yeah, you know, his son's good, man. He's gonna be, he's a hitter. He he can throw it a little bit. He can spin it a little bit. Um, Man, and, and now you're a senior and, and you're leading this Franklin team. And, and, and I'm sure when you were little, standing on the sidelines, you'd, you'd go home and go to sleep and have that Franklin youth football jersey on, thinking, man, I can't wait to play under the lights and have the band going and stuff like that. And here you are with your senior year. And, you know, there's you're not going to be playing in front of a full house this year, Jarek. And, and, you know, there might be some guys on on your squad that are, are going to put their head down about stuff like that. And it's going to be your job to, to pick them up. And I'm sure you're ready for that. Yeah. Um, I think we just have to look at the positives of the situation as of a week ago, or even the last couple of days, we thought we weren't going to have any spectators at any events. And within the last couple of days that that process is kind of sped up in terms of getting people to the game. So it looks like now we might have some of our family members there, and so that's really exciting. I think we have to look at that part of it. Yeah, I agree. Jared, do you know what's going on with you next year yet? Uh, I'm hoping to go to lacrosse to study uh, business management and sales and marketing. Good for you. You know what? Uh, look, everything I hear about you is, is all top notch. And, and uh, if that's what you want to do and you uh, you put your mind to it, that's what you'll do then. Jerry, thank you so much for your time. I really appreciate it. Uh, keep up the good work. Make sure you take care of all your business in the classroom and uh, keep leading that Franklin team. And good luck next week against Kenosha Bradford. Thank you. Thank you for having me on. Yeah. You say hi to your dad for me, please. All right. That's Jerick Miller. Senior captain at Franklin, you know Ryan. He um, uh, he was in in the in the hunt to be the starting quarterback and went back and forth a little bit. And they decided to go with Burkett. And from my understanding, this kid has not missed a beat. Man, shows up, he hits people. He's a leader. He's a, he's a really good defensive football player, and he's there for uh, for his teammates. And I, I've heard nothing but really good things about that kid. Yeah, to have a successful team, you need not just one of those guys, but uh, a few of them for sure to make things go round. And it's uh, it's always great to hear a kid accepting his role and, and working for what's the best in the team, and and knowing that uh, Coach Brown and his staff, you know, has a thorough uh, evaluation process for all positions. And um, you know, being an ex-coach, hearing that just uh, warms my heart because it. I can think of numerous kids that they didn't necessarily get exactly what they wanted or what they thought they were going to be, but they actually ended up coming out in a way better place on, on the different side of the ball or a different spot and, and having a great career post high school as well. So it it's good to hear, and, and those those kids make the world go round, and he's a captain 100%. for a reason. 
hundred percent. Hey, um, last week when we kicked off our Kern Electric Superhero of the Week, I boy did I get a lot of response on that, and and all of a sudden, you know, I had a couple principals calling me saying, "Hey, hold on, uh, can we get involved in that?" And I love that. Uh, this week we have two. The dynamic duo is what I've been told. That these two are best friends. We're going to talk with with one of the, uh, right after the break, and we'll midway through the segment we'll go to the next. But let me tell you a little bit about them from um, South Division High School. Uh, Ryan, both are 4.0 students. Uh, between uh, the two of them, they're in the Yes Club, which is learning how to advocate for social issues. Upward Bound program, which is a pre-college program. They they do volunteer work for the Holiday Folk Fair for the uh, uh, one of the Latino programs, and then a Breakfast with Santa, which is a community program that's run there at South Division, and they're juniors in high school. And it's like, yeah, my goodness. Yeah, they uh, they're going over and above for sure, and 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 they are, you know, different type of leadership opportunity where young student athletes or students coming up are going to be leading in our society and leading 100%. in our our yep. greater community and, and doing things like the breakfast for Santa and some of those things. So it, it'll be great to get them on. I'm looking forward it, to it. It will. I'm going to struggle with their names, but they're going to help me. But I believe Rashida Manoa uh, Ahmad is our first guest. And we'll, we'll, uh, she'll help me out with that name, but we're going to talk to her. Um, and then our second, again, d- dynamic duo of Kern Electric Superheroes of the Week will join us on the other side of the break. This is the Varsity Blitz High School Football Coaches Show presented by our local pick-and-save stores on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can Put the spring back into your step and into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. 